0: This is TSFPN.com, the sci-fi podcast network. You've found the best podcasts in the universe. It's Thursday, April 12th, and you're listening to The Secrets. Welcome to this podcast of The Secrets, the podcast for anyone who is serious about writing. The Secrets Home can be found at www.stormwolf.com. For the next 15 minutes, we'll talk about writing, and how to get you even closer to seeing your name on the spine of a book. Welcome to The Secrets. This podcast is all about writing and how to get the success you want. This particular podcast is the sixth in a series I'm calling 21 Days to a Novel. It began in an impromptu manner in episode 17. It looks like it will continue through episode 24. I'm Michael A. Stackpole, a novelist and short story writer, screenwriter, game designer, computer game designer with 39 published books to my credit. I apologize for having taken so long to get this podcast uh, out. My voice is back, as you can tell, which is good. Uh, Between uh, traveling, being sick, having tons of things to do, I've just been kind of out of it. The Secrets Podcast is an audio companion to my writing newsletter, which is also called The Secrets. You can learn more about the newsletter on my homepage at www.stormwolf.com. Download a sample issue and decide if it's worth a dollar an issue to focus your writing on success. Issue 73 just came out and dealt with the creation of negative story arcs for characters. You may be wondering what took so darn long for me to get uh, around to doing another podcast. A number of things, as I alluded to before, uh, that pretty much boil down to life intruding when you least want it to. In my case, that would have been, again, lots of travel, holidays, the usual sicknesses, deadlines, and a novel that would not die. Um, The novel that would not die is The New World. I'll talk a little bit more about the process and complications of that book in a future podcast and, and mention some more about it a little bit later in this one. And yes, there will be future podcasts. But suffice it to say, bringing the book together was not an easy task. The book fought me tooth and nail and was pretty much an exhausting experience. But it's done and it'll come out in August to complete the Age of Discovery series of novels. Once it wrapped, I had a couple of short stories and a short animation script to do, and Brian Polito and I completed yet another movie script. Since I write for a living and people pay for the Secrets newsletter, those things have to come first. I'm sorry to leave so many of you waiting for new episodes, especially kind of in the middle of this whole 21 days thing. Um, But I've become, you know, kind of accustomed to those creature comforts like food, water, electricity, roof over my head, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, I I realize this is totally unbridled hedonism on my part, but, uh, you know, bear with me. It, it, It creates a priority list for me. And, you know, the bank and my other creditors actually like me to send them checks. Um, you might ask why I don't have a PayPal button for donations to help finance the Secrets Podcast. Um, I don't do this because uh, I like doing the podcast for free. Um, one, I don't think I'd collect enough in donations to really make it worth my while unless everybody who listens wanted to send me about $1,000, um, which the podcast is certainly more than worth, but I, I certainly wouldn't expect it. Uh, you know, look, The bottom line is this. The podcast lets you know what goes on in the newsletter. Uh, If you want to subscribe to the newsletter, that's the best way to support the podcast. So, uh, you know, if you're getting something out of it and you're interested in the newsletter, great. Otherwise, just listen for free. Don't worry about it. But understand, sometimes I actually have to pay the bills, and so things will get in the way of my doing podcasts. The other thing that uh, I've been doing lately, as some of you are aware, is I've uh, become a co-host for the Dragon Page Cover-to-Cover podcast started that at the beginning of the year the show is focused on writers and their work it consists of interviews and lively discussions about all sorts of things if you head over to www.dragonpage.com you'll find yet another podcast that you can listen to in the last podcast we covered days 12 through 15 in our 21 days to a novel through doing the exercises you've now got three characters who are involved in the same story You've got a feel for their voices, you've learned how to describe them, you've even identified some of the conflicts between them. You've also now got a sense of their world and their place in it, and how the world reacts to their actions, and this is all good, this is going to be the basis of your novel. To recap, for the purposes of these podcasts, and Lord knows I need to because it's been a long time, uh, my characters are Harry, a mid-40s drunk who's trying to dry out, is playing the guitar as a hobby, and who's in love with Nicole. Nicole is a hot 23-year-old singer who used to be from a well-to-do family, but after her father was caught up in a bank swindle, went to prison, and perished, she's fallen on hard times. Still, she dreams of making it big in the world of entertainment and sings with Harry accompanying her. Lastly, we have Pete, a somewhat mysterious figure who hangs out to help Nicole. There are rumors he's been to jail, and nobody knows anything solid. This podcast is going to cover a single day. Day 16. The assignment for today is going to be deceptively simple and yet could easily be critical in deciding whether or not your novel is a success. In fact, my failure in looking at the material we'll deal with in today's podcast is a huge chunk of what made writing the Age of Discovery books so difficult. Here's the assignment, but don't start on it until after I give you some of the fine print. On day 16, you're going to write the tagline and back cover blurb for your book. To do this, you'll need to distill the conflicts and general ideas down into a paragraph or two at most. You're pretty much looking at the sort of plot summary that would make up a 6th grade book report. And actually a little bit more simple than that. You want it to be plain and straightforward. I know. This seems premature because days 17 through 19 are going to be where we really solidify the plot. The back cover copy isn't really concerned with how things happen, but what is going to happen. Your back cover copy is interested in things like, Will Harry beat the bottle? Will Nicole ever find success? What are Pete's motives for helping them out? Of course, you want this blurb to be exciting enough for folks to want to read the novel. So you might start with something like um, Nicole, a beautiful young woman whose life has been ruined through a family scandal, dreams of fame and fortune in the world of music. Harry, a divorced and recovering alcoholic, finds solace in accompanying Nicole. He's fallen in love with the younger woman, yet knows she's barely conscious he's alive. While forces gather to prevent her success, the shadowy Pete, an ex-con with a hidden agenda, helps the two of them as they reach for their dreams. Okay, that's not terribly scintillating. But it gets the general direction of things across. This is clearly an us versus them story with some romance and intrigue tossed in. It's easy to recognize and understand. Anyone who reads that blurb and is looking for a story along these lines is going to feel safe making that choice when they look at this. This is the kind of reading material they want. Just a little aside here. Uh, You might, again, think it's premature to be doing the back cover blurb before the book is written, I literally have been sent sample covers or the back cover copy for me to okay before the books have been finished. So I'm working on the book. They're already doing the advertising stuff. And what gets to be really funny about that is, at least in one case in my novel, Once a Hero, literally what they had on the back cover blurb, I thought, blew a big plot point But my editor pointed out that they thought that this would be a point that would actually sell the novel. So as I was writing the novel, because I hadn't gotten to that point yet, things shifted. And I was actually able to use the information that was on the back cover, which had set up certain expectations for the readers, and use that to shape how they viewed the story. And that made it a much better and much more powerful story. Now, that's a little bit beyond the concerns that you've got right now. But this is the sort of thing that happens. I, literally, with one other book, it was really funny. Uh, I got the cover. I was writing the book. I got the cover. The cover had a character from a previous book on, on the cover right there. And that character was not going to appear in the book that I was currently writing. So in the tail end, uh, in one of the later scenes of that book, I ended up writing that character in. So that cover shot, which had nothing to do with the book, but it was a really nice cover shot, got written in as a scene in the book specifically so that it would have some tie between the cover and the book i'm not the only author ever to do that that's not the only time i have ever done that uh it's just amazing some of the stuff that goes on in publishing Okay, let's get back to what we were talking about here. Now, you know, as you're looking at the blurb, we need to take a step back, and we need to actually tackle two larger issues which are going to help shape your book and shape what you're looking at. And these are the things that I screwed up when I was looking at the Age of Discovery books. The issues we're going to deal with here are theme and genre. We'll tackle theme first because that is the one that gave me so much trouble with the Age of Discovery books. The reason it gave me so much trouble is because... I just wasn't thinking along those lines. I'd created a world, I'd created some characters, and I wasn't looking at what the bigger thing going on was. To address the theme, you might want to ask yourself what kind of story you want to be writing. That's really important, because if you don't want to be writing it, you're not going to have any fun. What are the grand ideas you want to play with? In in the book we're covering here, uh, one of the themes is obviously redemption. Is Harry going to beat the bottle? Is he going to get his life back together? Is Pete going to escape his criminal past? Is Nicole ever going to be accepted back into the society from which she was dumped because of her father's misdeeds? Redemption plays out in those large situations, but it can play out in smaller ones. let's, Let's suppose, for example, Nicole goes to sing in a bar that Harry has been banned from. They go to elaborate means to disguise Harry. They give him a false name and a big false mustache. And uh, they they get him in here so he can accompany Nicole. It can be, you know, kind of a comedic moment in the book. It'll be kind of cool. They do this a couple of times. And and late on, uh, at a critical juncture, when, you know, they're, they're having sort of an elimination contest in this big, you know, can you be a star contest that Nicole is involved in, the owner of the bar, before she's going on, the owner of the bar comes up, braces Harry. You know, he rips the fake mustache off of him and says, You're Harry. I kicked you out of here. And, I mean, Harry's totally busted. And he says, Look, I didn't mean to deceive you, but... And the owner, you know, the owner right then says, Hey, look, I knew all the way along. And I was going to toss you out. But you never ordered a drink. Now, I kicked you out because you were a lousy drunk. But if you're not going to drink, and I've watched you play, you play really well, so... You know, all is forgiven. You can come back in here anytime. You don't have to be wearing that silly mustache. You know, and and, and right there, Harry gets redeemed. He gets a piece of his life back. That's a little redemption. And that is the little redemption that maybe it gives Harry a little bit more confidence in what he's doing. And so that helps build him up so that he will get sustained through some hard times as we're going for that larger redemption. So when you have a theme like redemption, this helps shape the book. This shows you different areas where things can get redeemed. And so you start looking for those little incidences that you can use to reinforce this theme throughout the book. You know, redemption becomes a, a helpful theme uh, and, and a hopeful theme and it makes the book kind of an upbeat book. Now, that doesn't have to be the only theme. You know, whatever your theme you decide to address, these themes are gonna make demands on your story. They will help you pick out angles from which you address points and the confrontations you'd have picked. For example, if instead of redemption, we picked a theme of, say, the inability of people to escape their past, we would be looking at a whole different set of angles, a whole different load of conflicts in the story, and it would come to a much different conclusion than a hopeful, hey, we all get redeemed and everybody's cool kind of story. Without a theme, your story has nothing to unite it. It can just sprawl all over the place and meander. In the Age of Discovery novels, I found myself with a different focus, different theme for each book. These are good books, and they uh, they address their individual themes perfectly well. In terms of a unifying theme to unite the whole series, however, well... Um, this is a this is a detail and an area that I'm going to really pay attention to in subsequent books and, and really kind of shore things up because I realized it was a lack and this really made these books uh, fairly tough. Genre is another thing you need to look at because it also makes certain demands. If you're doing a crime novel, you know there has to be crime in there. And a solution to the crime, if you're writing fantasy, you have to have magic playing a big part. Science fiction demands technology as part of the problem or solution. You know, Westerns call for horses and gunfights, you get the idea. Now, inclusion of these elements does not mean and should not imply or demand a formula. Now, frankly, if you ever find yourself writing to a formula, stop and find honest work. Your readers demand something more than just the stuff they've seen before. Your career depends upon you delivering more than formula. You can all do this. I mean part of the reason most writers get into writing is that they've read a book they don't like. They know they can do better. It's true. You can. You just got to push yourself. If you decide you're going to write in a specific genre, you absolutely must read in it. And When I say read, I mean as in currently, not having read the stuff a while ago. Literally, you want to get up to speed with the last couple of books of the best-selling authors in that genre. Why? Because they will be setting the bar for what editors are looking for these days. If your book can't get past an editor, it's never gonna make it to the readers. I've done a number of short stories featuring Merlin Bloodstone. They're occult mystery stories written very much in the vein of Rex Stout's near-wolf mysteries. It's no secret that I think Rex Stout was a brilliant writer. While his stories are still fun to read, they are not what editors are buying today. The one Bloodstone novel I've written uh, has been enjoyed by the people who read it, but no editor wanted to buy it. So, you know, it just collects dust. But future mysteries I may write are not going to have that problem. So get current with your genre, figure out what's expected in a book, and then figure out how you can present those elements in a manner that makes them yours beyond a shadow of a doubt. You know, you want people saying, hey, if you like so-and-so, if you like Michael Connelly, then you really want to be reading this book over here because he does everything Connolly does and that much more. He just ratchets it up. And you can do that. You know, writers who are good, who are conscientious, constantly find a way to push the envelope. So think about that. Push yourself and you will be better. And you will put this stuff together and it will really scream. And, you know, somewhere down the line, instead of saying, hey, if you like Michael Connolly, you got to read this stuff, they're going to be saying, hey, if you like your name you got to start reading this other guy and you definitely i know you can do this so look at the end of day 16 you're gonna have a general description of your novel and a tagline yeah taglines tagline is that single line of text on the front cover that entices you to pick the book up it's usually something like she was beautiful and deadly and henry vowed to tame her or die trying uh, of course, the the, sea, the the she, in this case, could be a cobra, a femme fatale, an experimental plane. But that tagline distills things down and excites you just enough to pick the book up and to read the back cover blurb. And, and they've done surveys. Once you've got the book in your hands, once you pull it off of a bookstore shelf to look at it, there's actually a 60% chance that you will buy that book. So good cover, good cover blurb, good back cover, or good tagline, good back cover blurb. That is absolutely what sells books. Once you've got this general description of the book and you know the larger issues that you're going to need to deal with, you're ready to fold all the story arcs together and hammer out the plot from which you'll write. And that is what we're going to be doing in the very next podcast, which hopefully will be, you know, sooner than, you know, six months from now. Um, I I promise it will be sooner (laughs) than six months from now. This is Michael A. Stackpole for The Secrets. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to visit www.stormwolf.com and get your sample issues of The Secrets. My latest book, Masters of War, it's a new Battletech book, uh, just came out this month in case you missed it. Uh, My next book, The New World, will be out in August, and we'll finish off the Age of Discovery trilogy. This podcast also has a discussion forum at www.tsfpn.com. Uh, please feel free to come over there, uh, blow the dust off the forum, ask questions, participate in the discussions about writing, and share your work on the exercises with other writers. The next podcast will be the seventh in this series and will take us up through day 20. So that'll be day 17 through day 20. It's going to be a lot of stuff and it's all about putting your plots together and everything like that. And that will be the next last uh, show in this particular series. You'll be pulling together your plots, you'll be making it all sync up, and you'll really have a place to start. And then we'll talk about all the ancillary things in the show that follows that. This podcast is Copyright 2007 by Michael A. Stackpole. I'll be back really soon, honest, I promise, uh, with much more about working with words. So until then, good luck with your writing.